Good morning, my friends. Today is Sunday, the 13th of December, 2020. I'm sorry that we missed each other yesterday. I recorded a whole bunch of morning prayer and then had a technology glitch and the recording was lost. So a little bit disappointed about that, but we will press on with today. Know that I did pray morning prayer, even though I couldn't get the whole recording done. And I thought of all of you, even those of you whom I've never met and prayed for you. O Jer- Arise, O Jerusalem, stand upon the height and look toward the east and see your children gathered from west and east at the word of the Holy One. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our heavenly creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God. Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our God and Savior now draws near. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. Our God and Savior now draws near. O come, let us worship. Psalm 63 O God, you are my God. I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. 
I will lift up my hands and call on your name. My soul is satisfied as with a rich feast, and my mouth praises you with joyful lips when I think of you on my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down to the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be prey for jackals. But the sovereign shall rejoice in God. All who swear by God shall exalt, for the mouths of liars will be stopped. Psalm 98 O sing to God a new song, for God has done marvelous things. God's right hand and God's holy arm have gotten victory. God has made known God's victory. God has revealed his vindication in the sight of the nations. God has remembered God's steadfast love and faithfulness. To the house of Israel, all the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Make a joyful noise to God, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to God with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before our sovereign, God. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the world and those who live in it. Let the floods clap their hands, let the hills sing together for joy at the presence of God, for God is coming to judge the earth. God will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah, chapter 13, verses 6 through 13. Wail, for the day of God is near. It will come like destruction from the Almighty. Therefore all hands will be feeble, all hands will be feeble and every human heart will melt, and they will be dismayed. Pangs and agony will seize them. They will be in anguish like a woman in labor. They will look aghast at one another. Their faces will be aflame. See, the day of God comes, cruel with wrath and fierce anger, to make the earth a desolation, and to destroy its sinners from it. For the stars of the heavens and their constellations will not give their light. The sun will be dark at its rising, and the moon will not shed its light. I will punish the world for its evil, and the wicked for their iniquity. I will put an end to the pride of the arrogant, and lay low the insolence of tyrants. I will make mortals more rare than fine gold, and humans than the gold of Ophir. Therefore I will make the heavens tremble, and the earth will be shaken out of its place, at the wrath of the God of hosts in the day of their fierce anger. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. As Canticle One, a poem by Madeline Langle. I know not who nor why I am, but I am walking with a lamb, and all the tears that ever were are gently dried on his soft fur, and tears that never could be shed are held within that tender head. Tears quicken now that once were dead, O oh, little lamb, how you do weep for all the strayed and stricken sheep. Your living fur against my hand, you guide me in this unseen land, and still I do not understand. 
The darkness deepens more and more till it is shattered by a roar. Lamb, stop! Don't leave me here alone for this wild beast to call his own, to kill, to shatter flesh and bone. Against the dark I whine and cower, I fear the lion, I dread his hour. The lamb has turned to lion wild, with nothing tender, gentle, mild. Yet once again I am a child. These powerful jaws have snapped the tether, have freed me to the wind and weather. O lion, let us run together, free, willing now to be untamed. Lion, you are light, joy is in flame. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 18 through 29. Therefore lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees, and make straight paths for your feet, so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. Pursue peace with everyone, and the holiness without which no one will see God. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness string, springs up and causes trouble, and through it many become defiled. See to it that no one becomes like Esau, an immoral and godless person, who sold their birthright for a single meal. You know that later, when he wanted to inherit the, you know that later, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no chance to repent, even though he sought the blessing with tears. You have not come to something that can be touched, a blazing fire and darkness and gloom and a tempest, and the sound of a trumpet and a voice whose words made the hearers beg that not another word be spoken to them, for they could not endure the order that was given. If even an animal touches the mountain, it shall be stoned to death. Indeed, so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I tremble with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion, and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in festal gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the word of Abel. See that you do not refuse the one who is speaking. For if they did not escape when they refused the one who warned them on earth, how much less will we escape if we reject the one who warns from heaven? At that time, God's voice shook the earth, but now God has promised, Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heaven. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of what is shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a sovereignty that cannot be shaken, let us give thanks, by which we offer to God an acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for indeed our God is a consuming fire. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. A Canticle from Celtic Daily Prayer, Book 2, found on page 867. Christ is a light, illumine and guide me. Christ is a shield, overshadow me. Christ under me, Christ over me. Christ beside me on my left and my right. 
This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks unto me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Christ is a light, Christ is a shield, Christ beside me on my left and my right. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. John chapter 3 verses 22 through 30. After this, Jesus and their disciples went into the Judean countryside, and Jesus spent some time there with them and baptized. John also was baptizing at Anon near Salim because water was abundant there, and people kept coming and were being baptized. John, of course, had not yet been thrown into prison. Now discussion about purification arose between John's disciples and a Jew. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, the one who is with you across the Jordan, to whom you testified, here he is baptizing and all are going to him. John answered, No one can receive anything except what has been given from heaven. You yourselves are my witnesses that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I have been sent ahead of them. The one who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears them rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. For this reason my joy has been fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. The Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. This morning, friends, I want to talk a little bit about being shaken up and being afraid of God's coming. Throughout our readings today, it speaks of the earth being shaken and then the heaven being shaken and Christ coming to judge. And we hear both both sides of this tension, right? That joy at Christ's coming and also fear at the judgment of God. And I think it is it is so human to fear God because God knows all and God kind of makes us look at those things of which we are ashamed. But here's the deal with Christ by our sides, both within and without, as it were, when we take that hard look, we need not be afraid because Christ is there. Christ is, is here to heal all of it. Christ is not here to further wound us. It is a very uncomfortable thing for things to be shaken up. Um, there is security in predictability. Even when it's an awful predictability, when you know what's coming next, even if it's terrible, somehow we feel that we can deal better with it. And we don't really know what to expect with the coming of Christ. And I think that's a great part of this Advent season 
and this season of pandemic, all these things that are wound together for us in this present moment in our current context, as we look forward to what life and the rhythm of life might look like after the pandemic, a lot of us have great trepidation. You know, a a wise friend of mine said to me yesterday that she had a little bit of anxiety about it because she had really felt nurtured by the slower pace during the pandemic. And she's a little bit afraid of the race, the racing rhythm that really isn't a rhythm because it's erratic, right? That might come when things, quote, go back to normal. And I think that the way that we counter our fear of the unknown is to first center ourselves in Christ. To root ourselves in that love. To step back from the chaos that we feel at things being shaken up, at routine being interrupted, or the anticipation of it. The fear of of the judgment of Christ. And here's the thing. Christ doesn't bring anything out into the light with anything other than the desire to heal. Christ is tender. Christ is not like, Christ is not like an unkind leader who publicly shames. Christ is generous and gentle. And so the way I believe to approach the unknown future, both near-term and long-term, when looking close and when looking far out, is, again, and I apologize for repeating myself, to step back, to take a moment to resettle. And that moment might be literally a moment, or it might be some time, however long you, the holistic, comprehensive, integrated you, need to get into the rhythm of your soul, the rhythm of creation. And from that place, with intentionality, together with Christ, in Christ's loving embrace, ask God, What would you have this look like? I accept this blessing and responsibility as your co-creator. What are we creating together, God? What does the world that we're making together look like? What does the life that we're making together look like? And insofar as the, I'm air quoting here, judgment piece goes, and what needs to be reconciled, redeemed, and healed 
in order for us to move forward into that future together. What wounds given and received have obscured the conduit of your love? Let us deal with them together. This is something that God says to me to reassure me all the time. Let us fill in the blank together. Let us wrestle this out together. Let us heal this together. Let us look at this together. I said to a mentor of mine yesterday, I'm not generally one for looking back, but I do believe that we need to, with open eyes and clear sight, look back to the sins that we have committed to acknowledge them and to break the cycle of repetition. I think that's why it's so damaging right now that there is a resistance to owning the sins of our nation. We need to. We need to see with clear eyes and to own the sins. That's why we start every prayer with a corporate or every um, (laughs) service with a corporate confession of sin because we've got to deal with some stuff. We got to clear it out so we can move forward new. And I know it's scary. I know it's really scary as people of privilege, as most of us in this country are in one way or another to think about going forward without that privilege. But the thing is, privilege that comes at the expense of another is not a blessing. It's a curse to both. So friends, I pray that we accept this time of being shaken up as an opportunity to deal with, to see, to acknowledge, to reconcile, to heal, and to provide restitution for all the wounds of the past and to move forward together, creating together with each other and with God a more holy world to live in, a step closer, the epoch of a transformation closer, to the harmony in which God intended us to live. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, all this I pray. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. God be with you and also with you. Let us pray. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. 
Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Being as it is Sunday, we are going to use um, the prayers from Celtic Daily Prayer, Book 2, for the Advent Candle Liturgy. So first we're going to pray the prayer for Christmas preparations, and then we'll go into the candle liturgy. Savior Jesus, Master of both the light and the darkness, send your Holy Spirit upon our preparations for Christmas. We who have so much to do seek quiet spaces to hear your voice each day. We who are anxious over many things look forward to your coming among us. We who are blessed in so many ways long for the complete joy of your dominion. We whose hearts are heavy seek the joy of your presence. We are your people, walking in darkness, yet seeking the light. To you we say, come, save your Jesus. Amen. We make our hearts ready for the sovereign of glory to come in. Through the doors of our heart, though they are made of only the simplest wood, we make our hearts ready for the sovereign of glory to come in. We open these doors now fully and completely with all of our will and all of our strength with all of our uncertainty and all of our weakness, we pray. Come, dwell among us and be our peace today. Within the deepest darkness, a glowing light is lit. The darkness cannot put it out or do away with it. The prophet said Messiah would come to set us free, to rule the world with life and justice. The sovereign of peace is he. Wild desert, John Baptizer, shouted, prepare the way, level out the hills, fill the potholes in, make way for God today. The angel came to Mary, who answered, let it be. I am the servant of the Lord, now his mother I will be. A baby in a stable brings joy to all the earth. He comes, our Lord Emmanuel, and we celebrate his birth. When our path is menaced by shadows, circle me, God. Keep light within, keep darkness without. When our path is targeted by conflict, circle us, God. Keep love near, keep hatred afar. When our path is threatened by worry, circle us, God. Keep peace within, keep fear without. We have waited long for you. Deep has been the darkness. We long for you to shine right here among us where we are. We will not fear the shadows that surround us, if only you will come among us. We await the sound of a cry in the night, the joy that follows pain, the coming of hope. This is the path that John marked, whose voice called in the desert, 
prepare the way for God, who cried, Repent, for the dominion of God is near, and who baptized in the river Jordan many who confessed their sins, and who pointed out Jesus, Behold, the Lamb of God. Today, the third week of Advent, we light three candles. This is the path that John marked, the kingdom of God is near, the path the prophets marked, who promised someone to, to preach good news, the path that God marked, with light that shines in the darkness. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A Collect for Sundays O God, you make us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of your incarnate, our Savior. Give us this day such blessing through our worship of you, that the week to come may be spent in your favor, through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The Collect for this, the third Sunday of Advent. Stir up your power, O God, and with great might come among us. And, because we are sorely hindered by our sins, let your bountiful grace and mercy speedily help and deliver us. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Let us use as we have been the prayer attributed to St. Francis as our prayer for mission. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Dear God, now we lift up Encircle and hold in your light those whom your spirit has placed upon our hearts for prayer today. God, we pray that we may open our senses to know that you are with us. You are by our side. As we with intentional, intentionality take the opportunity of this time of shaking up 
to look with clear eyes upon that which needs healing, reconciliation, and restitution, and to move forward with clarity and the holiness that comes from accepting your peace and freedom. Doing the hard work to ready the space to co-create with you a new world, a new life, a new rhythm, a new way of being and interacting and processing. That is more holy, more derived from your love. May the source of all our decisions be your love, dear God. In the holy name of your begotten, our Savior, Jesus Christ, all this we pray. Amen. Let us pray together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness. To us and to all whom you have made, we bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. The Prayer of St. Chrysostom Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you, and you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of us. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. May the peace of our Savior Christ go with you, wherever they may send you. May they guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May they bring you home rejoicing at the wonders they have shown you. May they bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Go in peace and have a blessed third Sunday of Advent, beloveds.